Picture this, an eight-year-old kid growing up in Georgia, having a hard time with the world that he was seeing. Coming home from school, scared to death and always wondering what kind of mood his dad would be in. That kind of home can do a number on you. Mom and dad broke up, and I guess I broke too. I grew up thinking nothing good could ever come from a story like mine. But who turns a broken dream into a life redeemed? Continue to put your comments if you have your comments anywhere, and uh, <clears throat> you can continue to ask questions about what you're going to discuss about as you did. I have some few questions here, and we are so much glad uh, with a very very great opportunity to have the young lady, woman of God. Let me just say it like that, woman of God. As we are discussing about this issue of uh, parenting in relation to work, parenting in relation to children. Uh, the way how we handle children and the way how we can have maybe a proper way. I think in some of these things are going to be a solution. Those who are not yet married and of course those who are already married. And I would like to thank God that most of the questions you're asking, some of you aiming to go there and you don't know how you're going to manage your children, don't know how you're going to manage everything. But we are here tonight just to know some of the things and a bit of them. Please, may you facilitate us. How has been your day? Madam Tabitha, you can even introduce yourself. <laughs> uh, praise God. My name is Tabitha Wamuyu. I'm from Kenya. I serve with Word of Life Kenya. Before I came, I was a volunteer. And glory to God, I got a privilege. And now I'm at the Bible Institute in Word of Life Uganda. My day has been awesome. I thank God for that. And I'm grateful to share with you and grow together. That's great. We thank you for that wonderful introduction that you've given to us. Um, do you prefer if we can uh, ask more questions about your life? What specifically is your interesting part when it comes to ministry? Uh, I love kids. And the ministry that I feel like God is calling me to work on is the kids' ministry. Before I came, I was a Sunday school teacher at Diani Beach Fellowship in Mombasa. Okay. Uh, also a volunteer at Word of Life Christian Academy, Kenya. And also in the Bible Institute, I'm still serving as a Sunday school teacher. I love interacting with kids. I enjoy a lot. That's great. Uh, these people that are listening right now, uh, someone is from uh, Kenya.
Canada has sent greetings. I say that thank you for coming tonight. <laughs> she was the first person even to ask one of the questions, though I just listed them uh, under as the third question. Yeah, when you hear the third, the third question, just know that she's the one who was asking that question. Now, the first question is going to be, uh, we are looking at work, family, and ministry. Those are three things. And... Uh, Someone would like to know how it's going to handle that. When it comes to work, work needs its own time. Family needs time. Coming back home, children and the husband needs whatever post she was already work. And then at the same time, ministry, because she's a treasurer at the Sydney church, of which even if I may say it, I may not understand it, but here in Uganda. So she's asking how can she balance the three things when it comes in that part of it. What is your thought about that? Uh, I'll be frank. Where I don't know, I'll say I don't know because we are not perfect okay. apart from Christ. So concerning that, I'll say all those things need attention because when you base on one, you'll fail on one and you'll miss the mark. Mm-hmm. You cannot take the whole time at work and not concentrate on the, on your kids. You're going to miss your mark and your relationship is going to be bad. Mm-hmm. But also when you concentrate with the kids the whole time, what will the kids eat? They need proper dressing, proper education, a place to put their heads. So it's, it's a balance of that. I'll say yes as a parent who's working, who has a ministry and who has a family, we purposely create time and be disciplined about that time. This specific time is for my work. From 8 to 4, I'm going to do my work. So you still have the time that morning. You can wake up as a mother, help your kids prepare, because most of the kids have a nanny. Just be there as a parent get to know what the teacher asked for, what they need to carry to school. Because there are some parents who don't really know what their kids had for lunch, if their kids had breakfast or not. So make sure you're just there. Your presence is more important than the money that you'll bring at home. Be there with them that morning as they leave for school. I know you'll also leave for work. When you come back, you're tired as a mother. You also need to rest. It has been a hard time during work, a heavy day. But... The few minutes you get to know how your son, how your daughter, how your children were during the school day or if it's at home, what they did, what made them happy, what made them sad, and try and solve one and two, three things. The kids feel their love, they're secure, and they'll be open to you. But if you get a mom who's there 24-7, yes, they're from work, they come stay with the kids, but... We are watching a movie. Like, mommy doesn't know how what happened. If maybe, like, the little kids, maybe they fell and they forgot. But when they see mommy, they start crying. It's upon you as a mom to go ask your son, your daughter, so how was it? Even in your ministry, try to involve your child in that ministry. If you're an usher, make a day like this Sunday or this Saturday, I'm going to go to church and I'm going to help in cleaning. Bring your kids with you, help them serve, and that little time that's born matters a lot. Wow. That's a great approach. I think I'm, I'm coming into a position whereby I would like <laughs> not to finish even one issue, but anyway, we have uh, several questions just want to drive them through, and then I think on Friday that's when we shall expound on them. 
And uh, the next question was that uh, um, children have their own desires, and even the parents have their own desires. How can they balance? Because you can find a scenario the child is in need of something, but the parent is saying, This is what I want. So, or sometimes we criticize in certain situations, and uh, maybe sometimes we overtake, we become, uh, we show even an element that we are the one who is about in that case. So, we put it in the context, showing the, the children that, yes, the decision I've made, nothing to say about it. Though you want this, for me, I would like you to experience this. So, how can you approach about that? Uh, that happens a lot. Personally, I've come to see this. Like, a kid wanted to pursue a certain career, and the mother was like, no, in our family, we are all teachers. You have to be a teacher. So the kid went to school, did very well, and did teaching. And then the kid, after graduating, came home with a certificate. He's like, mom, you wanted me to pursue this course. Here's your certificate. Uh, being a parent, I think God designed us for us to be helpful to the kids, to be supporters to them. As kids grow, you don't have to teach them that they're the ones to say because they're also growing and time will come, they'll be parents. So it's helping that kid know, I can do this. Explain to them, why can't you do this? Where we go wrong, most of, of the parents and siblings who help others grow is we have the aspect of saying no you cannot do this but we don't really explain why and no mm. but if you sit a kid down and tell them you know what you cannot do this because of this and this and this this is the repercussion rather than telling a kid no you cannot do this you're going to do th that you're going to be commanding in the kid's life and the kids are not going to do it wholeheartedly they're going to do it because you want them to do it which does not really help it brings collisions in our relationship as a parent and a kid. Mm -hmm. And that's where you end up seeing, like, in this house, there's a division. That's how we do things. Mm -hmm. Like, this kid loves maybe the dad. This kid does not express how they feel to me as the mother or the father, but to a neighbor or to a friend, because you've not given them the right to, to choose what they, they want to do. For, for us as parents, as elder siblings, I think we're in that family to help this kid grow. If this kid wants to do ministry, most parents criticize them. You know ministry, you're not paid, you raise support, you're a beggar. But this kid, like my heart is in ministry. I think I want to do music and go do my ministry, do evangelism in terms of music. No, I think I want to be a teacher. I go to a maybe an orphanage or a school and volunteer but what parents see most of african parents actually they see like i've invested in you now i'm old you have to pay back like that's how we see it but parents should be there to support us support the kids whether the career is paying whether the career is not paying it's upon the kid to choose for the parents is to direct them and tell them this is what will happen if this and this happen. Do you still want to do them? Give them a chance to do it. And if it ever happens that the, what the kid wanted to do failed, as a parent you shouldn't be there. It's fine, my daughter or my son we've tried it, but it's not working. What do you think we can do? Can we try this? You you build the, the confidence of your, of your son knowing that not everything will be right. 
not everything I say is correct, but I have a chance to do something. At the back of their minds, they know this is not what I'm supposed to do because this and this and this will happen. They choose to do it at their own will rather than having a parent who's posting everything on their kid. You have to do this. You have to do this. Which I think it's not healthy for our relationship as kids and parents. That's when you find a kid grows up and goes away far away from home and never comes back home because there's not there's no love in that house. There's no like I don't have a right in that house. I don't have a say. All I have to do is what mommy wants, what daddy wants. Now on that same thing, <coughs> someone was like giving out an example like a, a, a teenager is studying at school. But the performance is not pleasing to a mother or a father. Now he's challenged. He doesn't know how to handle this kid because for the, for him he had the perspective that the only way that he can do that maybe to apply a spank. Secondly, <laughs> maybe he can apply like uh, maybe uh, showing the kid that he's not happy with the performance. Now. Leaving aside uh, showing the kid that he's not happy with the performance, now he's asking the question, how is he going to handle when it comes to performance? Because there is a need. As a parent, I want to see my child getting eight. I want to see my child when it's performing well, having 90s, if it has, if at worst, 70s. But now it is so difficult to have this child uh, to have that. In which capacity should we categorize? Do we need to categorize our children that now this is the way how they understand? Because again, there is another perspective of hope. How that can be handled? Uh, I will also remind you as a parent, remember in the Bible, people are given gifts differently. Mm-hmm. There are things I can do and you cannot do. And there are things you can do and I cannot do. Remember we are blessed differently. Mm-hmm. Maybe in class, that's I'm, I'm trying my level best, but the only mark I can get is a D plus. The only mark I can get is a C minor. As a parent, sit down with your kids, get to know, okay, you're not doing this. Why have we tried all the methods before going to the conclusion of my kid has been bewitched? What most Africans say, my kid has been bewitched. Yeah, that's my cousin, I don't know who. No, sit down with your kids, get to know. This is what is happening at school. What can we do to help you? Have we tried buying revision books? Have we tried doing extra work with them when they come back home? Because it's not all about the teacher. It's all about the teacher, the parent, and the student. It's like a triangle. If one side is blue, it's no longer a triangle. But if all sides are supported, you can see the kids growing. But if you've tried everything and everything concerning school and the kid is still not performing. Look at what your kid loves doing. I know there's a, a talent or a gift your kid loves doing. If it's music, if it's carpentry, if it's tailoring, if it's cooking. We have the schools out here. Once they're done with Form 4 or Senior 6, you can take them to a school, a catering school. That's what they love doing. Support them. When they get low marks in school, that's not the end of life. There are people out here who are billionaires and they never went to school. Like, God 
blesses us differently. And the worst thing that parents do is comparing your kid with someone's kid. Never do that. Remember that's your kid and you've been blessed differently. That's why we have rich people in this world, poor people and average people, because we are blessed differently. So whatever your kid loves doing, work with them in what they want to do, support them, show them love, and don't look down upon their results. Those are nothing. They are just papers or performance that when you also stick on that, your kid will also be depressed. Like my mom, my dad doesn't love me. Why? Because I get this in school. I've tried. But if you show your kid, you know what? It's fine. We will try. We will keep on moving. We will keep on pushing. No matter how far we will go, no matter what we will do, but we will fulfill whatever we we can. The rest is the will of God. We will pray about it. But if your kid loves catering, why not? Because they've failed in their senior six, that's the end. No. Take them to a catering school. They start with a certificate, mm. go with a diploma, and it works. Mm. Wow. That's great. For real, I'm learning too. <laughs> I'm a man, but I'm learning too because uh, that's, that's the same area where I'm heading to. I can imagine how a kid or my child can come back from school showing me the reports and uh, results are not adding up. But again, I think we need we, we should not even forget <laughs> where we came from. Even as you've never gotten F9, dude. <laughs> but anyway. I think your center of point is all about encouraging your child so that they, they, they can stay on the same matter. Let us move on to the next question. Um, there is what you call discipline among children. Sometimes it's not something easy to develop. Um, there is a stage a child feels like he's mature, can make decisions by herself or himself. Um, now, the person who asked this question, I think the kids are now, I think they are now young adults. Uh, my mom can no longer tell me to do this. I feel like I can do it myself. So why is she always commanding me? In other words, they put command in quotes as something that's bothering them. So she would like to know how to handle that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So in Kenya, there is this Swahili, that say, Swahili saying that says, Samake mkunje angali mbichi. So this means, like, if it's a fish, like, fold it or bend it when it's still raw. Because when it's fried and you bend it, it's going to break. Which applies to us. Like, if you're bringing up your kids, teach them today. Like, I have a young kid around me, we, whom the mom keeps on telling him, no, don't do this because of this and this. Most of us as parents were like, no, don't do that. And that's the end of it. Out of curiosity, as a teenager who's growing up, I love to know, why is mommy telling me not to use my phone? Mm -hmm. Yet my friends have phones. Why is my mommy telling me not to go for nightclubs, not to drink? Mm. Yet my friends are doing that. But how do we correct? We only correct using the Bible. Like, teach your kid. You don't have to touch the fire. Why, mommy, are you telling me not to touch the fire? Because you're going to get burnt. You're going to get a wound. And it's going to, pain, to be painful to you. And also to us as parents. Because we'll have to check you to hospital. And that's an extra bill which you could have avoided. Now the kid 
in my nose i don't have to do this because it will bring this problem and this problem but if you just tell your kid don't play with the fire you will go out of curiosity i'll go touch the fire and now we'll have to heal everything treat everything i think in correcting we should correct in love yet sometimes it's hard because you've told your kid please come home at six african kids after school i want to see you here but your kid come at seven they're very dirty like you look at them and anger arises and you're like the first thing that is next to you you just hear them with it the first word that is in your mouth you just throw it to the kid and the kid grows up knowing i can throw words how i want i can fight i can answer people but if patience can be our principle and remember that the bible tells us the anger of man does not work with the righteousness of god we be patient and when that kid comes home and you told them please don't leave the house without my permission sit them down ask them it's fine you went out that was wrong why did you go out because i wanted to hang out with my friends and like why didn't you tell me you give them the reason as to why they shouldn't be telling you because maybe something might happen my daughter i don't know where you are but if i know you've gone to visit your friend if something happens i'll just come to your friend's home rather than telling them you don't have to go you don't have to drink alcohol why don't i have to drink alcohol i have friends out there who are drinking are they dead never they might have a reason i'll try not doing that yes tell your kid we are not doing this because of this and this when the kid is going to do out of conscience they'll be like i'm not supposed to do this and this and this and this will happen but if you just tell your kid don't do that and you just leave they will do it tomorrow don't do that and they do it again and anger arises banka that's the next thing as an african parent they use lip flops they use cooking stick they use a wood anything that is close and and spanking which i know now it I do this thing you spank me and life will move on mm. but if we develop the habit of sitting down with our kids mm. explaining to them why we don't want them to do this and what will happen the kid won't do it the kid will know if I do this this will happen it will cost my family mm. it will cost our time wasted and it's also disobedient does god really love people who disobey God does not love people who disobey and that will help your kid as they grow and go out when someone offends them anger won't be the first thing the first thing will be reasoning once you help your kid you've helped like five other kids because your kid has a friend out there and if that's the character that will portray out there most of our kids we won't have like five clashes because our kids know how to approach things and how are they approaching the things from the bible what does the bible say what does god require from us i think as parents spanking should not be the first thought or the first thing we do but the first thing we do is talk to our kids pray with them because their kids maybe they are struggling with disobedience help them know we are human beings and we are sinners but sometimes we do things knowingly but we have a god who can help us pray with your kid about it ask your kid to ask god to help them even when mommy is not around whenever they are, they feel like they i need to run away of this house and go and drink let them ask god like god i have this feeling like my friends are going out should i go talk let them know that 
even before talking to mommy or daddy, I should talk to God. And God guides. He has been our guide and guide, and He'll guide our kids. If that's the only way they know that's the way, because Christ is the way they put on their lives. If we direct our kids to that path, that no anger is not what should come first. You've stepped on me, you've stolen my thing, but I'm not angry at you. I'll teach you, you know what, you should not steal. Why? Because the Bible says you should not steal. And God does not love such people because it's a sin. And I think it will help our relationship. And that's when kids do something bad outside. And because they know I did something wrong, they run to their parents and confess like, Mommy, I am sorry. Mommy was not there, but the kid comes and says, Mommy, Daddy, I am sorry. I went out without your permission. Because of the conviction, they know they did something wrong. Mm -hmm. But if spanking is the way, I think you will miss the mark because I'm used to spanking. Like, you spank me. Daddy will spank me. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow I will go. And spanking won't be like a big deal. Like, I'm used to it already. I think talking helps more and more, more than spanking. I think you have even engulfed uh, the same point that there is a proportion they had raised, but you have enlarged it together. Uh, for instance, there are people who have got an opportunity to grow with their parents, others have just grown up with their single moms, others single dads. So I think the way of life, the way how children grow up, it's sort of quite different. Now, there are other categories. The categories of ours, we grew up from the street, we, <laughs> we are used of ghetto life, something like that, and then eventually we got the help first when we got safe and we are brought from that area. So, why am I saying that you have engulfed even that point? This person was raising the point and saying, I'm a kind of a person because the way how he was talking, he was even relating to me. And he was like, now for you, because we, we know each other. We know each other. I've ever been at street, even if you've ever been in at street. So it was like the way how we've grown. We saw our fathers when they are beating our mothers. In other words, the way how we have attained education concerning marriage issues and family issues is quite different. It's not like a person who has grown up with another parent. So he's saying, I think that's a very good thing that we can learn from some of these lessons. And we can adjust in the way how we are going to handle the family. Otherwise, last we had another picture. And the only thing they taught us, uh, we grew up knowing that uh, <laughs> when a child does any mistake, just get a cane. Spank. And sometimes we have slogans, we have uh, sayings that uh, an African ears are on the buttocks. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when you don't spank, that's when you're going to lose the child. That is their philosophy that they develop. But again, we are learning from that, and I think at the end of the day, we shall be good parents, dads and moms, by the grace of God. Don't who have just done that right now. I just want to welcome you. Thank you so much for joining us. We are with the Tabitha from Kenya, and uh, we are trying to get an analysis, and she's uh, being interviewed right now, giving us more of uh, some of the solutions, the problems that we are facing. And if you are not around, we handle the point of work, family, and ministry, children desires, and even the parents have their desires, and she handled it well. Then the discipline among us, the children, and now we've been uh, handling that together with those who did not grow with their parents. 
and there are those who have gone there after and so I think the experience is totally different. But uh, we, yeah, we've got to understand that the major point is for us to come to the position knowing how to hand our children. Before we apply the, the spunk, it has to be the last thing, if I can quote right in her statement. There are other steps that we have to take at first before we go to the expecting uh, stage. Then another question is delivered from um, that some children that some children they 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 do what the no 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 yes some children they reason with their parents an exchange of words and this was a lady that is her daughter always they exchange words they don't have what to call uh, connection at all even if she's speaking like in the right way but because the daughter is no no the other former uh, expression maybe a childhood impression that the, the, the mother shown that's why she oh they're always exchanging whatever issue coming in they're exchanging and at the end of the day they don't come to the conclusion of the matter so in other they don't get the solution so <laughs> how can you enlighten about that <laughs> and i think you can join together with the same because this one is the same thing exchange of words between children and parents is the same thing yeah with the reasoning with one another. Uh, what I can really say about that is when we try to exchange words as mother and daughter, mm-hmm. I, there is no day we'll come to a conclusion or a day that we'll agree. Never will it happen. But amongst the two of us, one has to be mature and know whatever we're doing is not right. As a mother, you've, you've tried talking to your daughter and all she does is that. Mm-hmm. One thing you can do for that daughter of yours, pray for her. Mm-hmm. That son of yours, pray for him. Mm-hmm. Pray that God gives you the grace to approach them and talk to them nicely. Mm-hmm. Just most of the time is that we've not been together, mommy or daddy. So you don't know what I did. You don't know how I solved something. Mm-hmm. Due to that time that we, we didn't spend time together, like you, you were far away, there was a distance. By the time we come to a point that we are arguing, mommy and, and, and daughter or daddy and son, there is a wall that has been created. It's not an overnight thing. It's something that has been going on. Either we collided some, somewhere and we didn't mend it, so there is a wall between us. So whatever you say, I throw back a word. You say, I throw back a word. But first and foremost, we should pray about it and ask God for guidance. And then... As a parent, be intentional. Like, go out, buy something, bring that daughter of yours. I know she answered you badly, but take it to the Lord. Go to the mall. What does my daughter like? She likes white chocolate, dark chocolate, caramel chocolate. I, I brought you this one. Be intentional. Show more love. Because some of the kids, like, have a lot in their heads. Maybe they're bullied at school. Maybe they're trying to fit in a certain group and she's being pushed. Mm. Be intentional in loving that daughter of yours or that son of yours and get to know why is she too arrogant? Why is she too aggressive? Like, whatever I say, she has an answer. Like, she's very ready. Be intentional. Get to love that that kid. Sit down with them. Know where it started. Because for everything, there is always 
a beginning there's always an origin mm. look for that root like so what's the root of the problem and see how you can solve it but if you just want to solve it like halfway remember it's it's, it's a root mm. and they keep on growing every day time will come like they'll even denounce like you're not my mom you are not there when it needed you like you don't even really know me mm. you just know me because you gave up to me and where i go to school but you don't know the inner me look for the roots as a parent be intentional yes it 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 hurts when your daughter is answering you and you know whatever she's doing is not right look for the roots what's the problem what's bringing up all this because sometimes you might go there with love and they're like i don't want to see you why doesn't she want to see me what did i do what what is the what brought up this it might be even school things Oh, the trending things. Mm. Look for the root, get the root, and now from the root you can sort of help your kid grow. Mm. As a parent, you should be apologizing. Like you, not the kids in Africa. Mm. Parents are never wrong, but for you to mend that relationship back, you sorry should be your, like your handbag, walking with it. Whenever you're with that girl, anything wrong. <laughs> just say sorry mm. not because she's the head or she's the one to say but just say sorry mm. showing them that even if you're in this my daughter my son we're together i am willing to help you but mm. if you're such kind of a parent who will just answer like mommy ma- yeah 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 like through words and they they'll never be tend that you'll sit down and agree and the worst is that the wall keeps on growing every day and it will end up being to a point where you cannot reach your daughter and your daughter cannot reach you. I think the biggest thing is praying about it and finding the source or the root of the problem. It might have started like even five years ago. The day you came from work and you didn't want to talk to anyone and locked yourself in the room. Maybe the girl felt like I'm not loved, I'm not appreciated and girls are growing. Mood swings are there every day. Like we want to feel, this is home, we want to feel loved. Or maybe a parent gave birth to another kid and one kid feels like this kid came and took all my attention. Daddy and mommy all the time being the small baby, not on me. It might have been, mean, look for that truth mm. and try to solve from there. Wow. <laughs> you know, they say once you repeat the words, you might. <laughs> Let us be last on these last two questions, uh, just because of time. <clears throat> But there is a lot to learn, and I think someone here is saying, <laughs> yeah, someone is saying here that people should not even miss on a Friday otherwise. <laughs> uh, by the way, they have loved the way how you answer the questions, whether they've seen the comments here. And uh, of course, some questions are here, but I will handle them, we shall handle them on Friday because now we are having specific ones which are listed that they are still asking. Then, uh, how can we deal with the vulgar words when it comes to children? Most especially these vulgar words are used by the parents in terms of communication. Now you've discussed about the communication when you are looking for a relationship with a, a child. Now these are some of the instances whereby when a mom or a dad is annoyed, they, they tend to speak words relating those, those words they are speaking, they're letting to their children. You come here, you look like what? Yeah? You, can, you see what you're doing, you look like, you're doing like. So 
how <laughs> I think this goes to the parents. Uh, yeah, I think this is this goes to the parents mostly. And <laughs> yeah, as parents, because we learn it from the parents. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm just talking, and mom is like, "You look like a cow. You're a cow." Uh-huh. Even in class, <laughs> if I just get ten in maths out of a hundred, I'll be like, "I'm a cow." My mommy said I'm a cow, so there's nothing I can do. So uh, as parents, that's where we fell, and and remember that the anger of man does not work with the righteousness of God. Like whenever you're rebuked or angry as a parent. Please remember patience. Like the best thing is cool down. Just tell God I cannot do it because Christ left us with the Holy Spirit, mm. and most of the times the Holy Spirit is in us, but we don't like move and let the Holy Spirit lead us. We are like there, we can do it. But if you just tell the Holy Spirit, I'm angry, mm. just do it. I cannot do it by myself. Admitting that where I am now, uh, where the kid is, it's at the peak. I just feel like throwing words or spanking or saying anything to annoy mm-hmm. the kid because I'm also annoyed. But as a parent, let the Holy Spirit take charge. So we want it to be a confusion. A parent who is going to, not their parents who show a quick action. And there are those who keep... Uh, what you call the, uh, should I call it grudge or the, the anger on their hearts. So by the time they come out to do something, now that's when they begin to give you a list of the things that you've been doing from the first moment. So won't we confuse it, leaving it, to Christ, leaving it to Christ or the Holy Spirit and just keeping quiet because you're waiting for the right moment, In I think in your perspective, that when you get that child and then you bring out all the list of <laughs> yeah, dealing with it biblically, if that was the thing, keeping the things and then revealing them at once, or when you're rebuked beyond or you're angered beyond, it's when that you start mentioning the list like mm-hmm. the other year, the other year. If that yeah. was the thing, I think we will all go to hell. Like if 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 God is putting the list, like you know what John Bosco, <laughs> since you were born, you did this, you did this, you did. But. Yeah. God forgives and God forgets. Mm. As, as a parent, as you're helping your kid grow, you should also remind them, we don't do this. At, like, if you're angry, this is personally, if I'm angry, I won't approach you and tell you, Mom, I'm not happy. But I'll, I'll choose to leave, go look for a place to stay, and then come back and tell you, Mom, I won't let the, what the Bible says, don't let the sun go down. Mm. Like, I, follow someone in love, tell the man whatever you did, I was offended in a lovely way but uh, because I'm not a parent yet I don't know how parents feel mm. when I I'll, if I say they cool down and wait for like tomorrow or the other day I don't know how parents feel that one is hard for me to address but what I can say for everyone generally is if, if the matter is like too hot burning and you feel like, here, I'm going to slap someone, just ask the Holy Spirit to help you and just look for a place and sit. Just tell God, even if it's a few words, like, God, I cannot do this. I am angry. And look for a time that you cool down. Look for this person in a nicer way. Tell them whatever you did was not nice. 
knowing that you're not angry because when you go there and you're angry and this other person is angry like we won't solve it sit down relax you have the holy spirit with you let him take charge ask ask god like god i can you do this please help me look for time sit down with this person if it's that kid sit down with them tell them you did this and this and this is what it caused and this is what happened but if you're that mother of aha uh-huh, you you're doing this because you're a cow you're doing this because you're a goat even as i said in my performance I w- where did you see a cow going to school you have you ever seen a cow getting a 101a no 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 like cows don't do things that cuz you'll direct a cow this way and the cow will go this way like you even affect your kid mentally like you they know i cannot do this any challenge coming their way i cannot do this i'm a cow i look like a rat I, I i think like a pig like parents I'll, I'll i'll advise the words that we we utter to our kids sometimes you make your kid feel like man i'm cursed i'm bewitched i'm a cow you have you ever seen a cow going to school have you ever seen a cow running a bank i will never run a bank why i'm a cow my mom said i'm a cow but if we use words of encouragement to our kids we help the, our kids and not only our kids a generation what could be your last words to a youth who is planning to get married uh who is really in a process of getting married who is not yet seen someone to marry but they are pursuing all their vision they have a vision in their life that one time they are going to be parents what could be your last remarks Ah, uh, I think I'll also ask the same question because I'm not dating. Um if I answer that question, I'll give you a wrong advice. I think I'm the wrong person to answer that one because I'm not either in a relationship. I don't think I'm in a position to answer that one at the moment. Okay. Thank you so much. Uh ladies and gentlemen, I know time is not on our side and I believe most of you were saying you have so many questions good enough uh, what i'm going to encourage you please i uh, post those messages those questions in my whatsapp i'll da- i'll write them down we are going to have her tomorrow at exactly uh, 9 pm at night please don't miss yes you can just tell your neighbor those who are from different places the friends that you have those who are pursuing to get married those who are having a vision of getting married those who are having, i don't know <laughs> But that's how it is. I personally have learned so many things right now and what thing I have come to discover is that learning can never end in each and every area. Father, we thank you for tonight. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for this wonderful interview having learned most of things and we know that whatever we have been learning, we pray that you put them in the foundation of our lives. Ah, we are going to be praying so tomorrow. We pray that you guide us all spirit because you are the best and expert of knowing such things. You use your people like Tabitha, you teach through them and you communicate to the entire world. We thank you for those that are so much interested in this kind of asking and they would like to know this kind of knowledge, the wisdom that comes from heaven through your people. Father, we pray that you continue to establish us and you lead us rightly to do the right thing as parents, as good people that are going to bring what we call the better and good families that everyone is going to admire and we act as role models. The rest of people, most especially 
the Christians. We thank you so much for everything in Jesus' name. We prayed. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. We meet. Yeah. 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 Yeah.